Okay, so May is the time for roses. Kind of the end of April through May, June. Uh, we're in the peak of rose season. And, and roses can be a bit confusing. So I've, I've printed, presented a couple times to garden groups out in the community. And they've had the question, what's the best rose? Which one should I plant? What are the best colors? What are easiest? Let me just explain that to you real quick. It's, it's pretty easy. Basically, your grandparents grew three kinds of roses. They grew hybrid teas. That's number one seller. These are long stem roses. These are what you give your mother for Mother's Day. In fact, why cut? Why buy some cut flowers for your mom? Why not give her a long stem rose called a hybrid tea? They come in different colors, but they're all one large flower on the end of a long stem. So they're perfect for cutting. The other one is Florabunda. Florabunda roses are a long stem rose, but not with one large flower. It's got a cluster of mini flowers on the end of it. It's like a, it's like a starburst. It's like a, it's like a firework on, on the end of a long stem rose. They're beautiful. Uh, they usually have more flowers, but usually a little smaller. Those are Florabundas. Both of those, hybrid teas and Florabundas, smell really good. They're, I mean, really like over the top good. Um, then you get Grandiflora. If you just don't know what to do, I don't know if I want a hybrid tea or a Florabunda. I don't know if I want just one long stem or multiples. Well, you go with Grandiflora. You mix the two together and that's what you get. You get long stems, you get multiples on a usually much larger bush. So a, a Grandiflora rose is usually at least chest high, if not head high. These are big shrubs. Whereas a usual dainty traditional rose, a traditional hybrid tea or traditional Florabunda, these are hip high, about four by four by four. Then we get into, so we just, let me just summarize. So this is hybrid tea, Florabunda, Grandiflora. Those are the three main types. Then we get into a new series of plants that's really coming on strong. And these are the easiest ones. If you don't know where to start, start with shrub roses. Shrub roses, they go by different names. So knockout, easy elegance. But basically what a shrub rose is, it's on its own rootstock. So the fancy roses, they, it's, a, it's a grafted rose, grafted cane onto a special root. So automatically you've got more complication right there. So you get a cold winter, kills off the graft, that plant's dead. So whereas a shrub rose, if it gets damaged, it's on its own rootstock. It always comes back true to its roots, no matter what happens. And so it just makes it easier. Also, shrub roses, they self-prune. And so when they're done blooming, they automatically prune itself back, drop off the old flower, and set a new flower all by itself. Traditionally, smaller flowers, maybe the size of a, of a I don't know, Bigger than a golf ball, but smaller than a baseball. Okay, whereas a hybrid tea, man, that thing's just big as a, some of them are as big as a softball. They're huge. Uh, so the, the shrub roses have smaller, but more of them. And they self-prune. They typically get up eh, about, about hip high or so. Kind of four by four by four. And many times they'll use them as hedgerows and that kind of stuff. So that's shrub rose. And then we get into the last one. I guess there's two more. Carpet roses. Carpet roses are very low. They're just like they say, they spread along the ground like a carpet. Not truly like a carpet. They're generally going to spread, but keep below, kind of knee high. So they'll be up 18 inch, about 18 inches tall, and they kind of spread. So they're, they're much like, or they look like a shrub rose in that they're on their own rootstock. 
they they self prune, they 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 flower by themselves, repeat bloom over and over, uh, but they stay low. So you'd swear when you put them side by side, they uh, a carpet rose or a shrub rose, they look the, very similar, but as they mature, the pattern of that foliage changes. Then the last one that you cannot forget, the big boy of them all, climbing roses. So if you want them going up an arch, down a, a chain link fence or a barbed wire fence or up a trellis, uh, you've got climbing roses. Now climbing roses mostly are, are like a, a hybrid tea. They just have big old flowers covered this very large plant. So we're talking, these things will go pretty easy, 10 feet tall. I mean, they'll grow up a fence and then cover it. And so they're, they're just beautiful. And so again, all of these come in repeat blooming varieties. They just, you don't want a single bloomer because that's just boring. Why well, do I just have, you know, three weeks of flowers and then it's just green the rest of the year. You want a rose for pulsating colors of, of flowers. With that being said, Arizona is unique. We have one that's called the, the tombstone rose. This is an evergreen rose that is thornless. It's beautiful. And the town of Tombstone has a very famous, like 150-year-old Lady Banks rose. So the rest of the country world calls them Lady Banks or Banksii. Comes in only two colors, white and yellow or creamy color. But it's thornless, evergreen. It gets very large. I mean, we're talking, I used to park my, my pickup truck underneath a, a large Lady Banks rose. Uh, but it's sort of, it's pretty, it's evergreen. It's got a lot going on for it, but it's most famous for Tucson. Uh, it doesn't bloom very long, mainly just the spring, and then it's just one once and done. But it just, it's got a following for some reason. It's a good choice. So you got hybrid tea, floribunda, grandiflora, shrub roses, carpet roses, climbing roses, and then Lady Banks roses. And that's in a nutshell. You can, I have a thousand roses sitting here in the garden center right now. They're going to come into those five or six categories. That's how you shop for roses in your yard. Be right back right after this. <laughs> 